to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. You know, I know for all of us, we've been using this line, I can't wait till we're back. I can't wait till we come back. I can't wait till we're at church. I can't wait. And it's true. I can't wait. But you know what I feel like God's been saying to me as I've been preparing for today? We can't wait. That's right. We can't wait. We need a move of God now. And you know what? I am believing that in your living room, in your bedroom, wherever you're watching this, I am actually believing that today there is going to be a move of God in your life, that you are going to tangibly experience the outpouring of the power and the anointing of God. You know, we are going to go after it, but I want to preach. I want to speak a little bit. I just want to stir faith in us uh, because I know that our world right now is longing for a move of God. You know, I know that people are saying, we need a, you know, we need a cure to COVID. Yes, we do, but that's not enough. You know, I know that people are saying, come on, look at all the injustice. Yes, and it's necessary to see these changes take place and be advocating for certain things. But I'm telling you, it's not gonna be enough. What we really need, even more than an economic turnaround, is we need the power of God at work in our communities, in our families, in our homes, in our individual lives. Come on, we need Jesus to touch the heart and the life of every single person. And I guess for me recently, I've just been uh, really conscious, and I, I trust you have too, but I've been really conscious about going, God, what do, you, what do you want me to say? Where do you want me to connect? Who's there that I could... I, I guess just interact with. And it's been funny, just the a case that I, you may have seen on Instagram a few weeks ago, but basically I had a hamper in my, my vehicle and, and I was driving around North Melbourne, just actually below your place, Danny, and there was a guy sitting there and I just felt like God say it's for him. And so I went up and I, I gave him this hamper and his name was Carlos and, and I just said, mate, I, I just saw you sitting there and I felt like God said, uh, you know, I got to give this hamper to you. And it turns out, that he goes, well, I've not received any support. And in fact, there's quite a bit of uh, you know, dysfunction at the moment in our family due to all the pressures. And it's just so nice to know that God's thinking of me. And I just said, of course he's thinking of you. I said, do you, do you know God? And he goes, yeah, I, I believe in Jesus. And I said, that's awesome, man. That's amazing. We got chatting. And, and anyway, he goes to pick up the hamper and to walk away. And it was so heavy, so full of um, amazing goods that he goes, oh, and he, and he, he whimpered. And I basically was like, mate, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, I've got a bit of an injury. And I just said to him, well, mate, I believe in miracles. And he goes, I believe in miracles too. And so literally right there with masks on, sitting on this little concrete edge, I put a hand on his shoulder and just started declaring the power of God to flow through his life, that healing would take place. And we just stood there in the name of Jesus. And he goes and goes, wow, I felt like heat and fire was going through my body. And he goes, all the pain is gone. And it was amazing. And we, we bumped elbows and, and just we, we sort of went our separate ways. But we both were left going, man, how good is God? And it was only just the other day as I was walking to a local cafe that I saw a tradie and I felt like God say, buy him a coffee. So long story short, I ended up buying him a coffee. He was 72 years old, had been an electrician for 50 years. And I just said to him, I just felt like God wanted you to know that he sees you. And he goes, oh, well, he, he must have a bit of a plan for my life because I nearly died here and I nearly died there and I nearly died at this and I nearly died at that. And Anyway, he started telling these war stories and, and I just said, like, do you, know, do you know God? And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't probably talk to him enough and don't really go to church very often, but, you know, yep, I believe in God. And, and he started telling me about some of the sicknesses that he had and I just said, you know what, I'm going to believe for a miracle in your life. 
and I placed my hand towards him. And he was literally standing outside the front of a cafe, leaning on a rubber spoon. And we just believed for a move of God that Crohn's disease would be cursed and gone out of his life. And it was just amazing. You could sense God's presence so tangibly. And as I walked away, I felt like this is what God said. I felt like he said this, my people need my presence, my power, and my touch. We are all in desperate need of the power of God at work in our lives. We never graduate from needing a touch of God. And I felt like God was saying, come on, my people need my touch at this time. They need my power in this moment. And in fact, I'm, I, I'm struggling to sit down. I'm, I'm preaching myself vertical, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up. But, you know, you may not... Uh, have heard much about the Holy Spirit or maybe you have and you kind of thought it was some sort of far off, kind of some sort of obscure idea. I want to tell you the Holy Spirit is a friend. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. The Holy Spirit is an advocate. The Holy Spirit is the like the person of Jesus Christ alive on the inside of us that gives us the ability to outwork the power and the supernatural things of God in and through our lives. And last uh, two Mondays ago, just after Daniel Andrews just, you know, gave the announcement of the extended lockdowns and restrictions, I, I just had a dark day. I just had a day where I felt like it was just this weight over me. And as I was sitting on my front lawn by the footpath, I felt like God said, you need to stir up the Holy Spirit, Craig. And now I, I often pray in the language of the Holy Spirit, but I felt like God said, no, we need to stir up the Holy Spirit more now than ever before. We need to build up the things of God in our life. Come on, it's not just okay to, to, to recite some things and sell, tell us who we are, which is good, but we need the work of the power of the Spirit of God on the inside of us to bring about breakthrough, to shift some mindsets. Come on, to release us from a place of oppression. Come on, we're all the division at the moment and all the attempting uh, desire to get offended at this and offended at that. No, no, we need the Holy Spirit to keep us yeah. strong and true. Yeah. Come on, to stand us up, that we would shine bright in this season. And that's my heart today. Come on, that we're going to have communion together, but then I'm going to believe, we're going to believe for a real outpouring of the Holy Spirit right where you are. And maybe you've never encountered the presence of God before. Come on, I'm telling you, He's powerful. He's loving. You know, the gift of the Holy Spirit is just that. It's a gift, right? I've got a couple of young kids and already they're talking about Christmas and the gifts that they want. You know that we can desire the Holy Spirit, that we can desire the gift of tongues. Come on, our own heavenly language that connects us, removes the limitation of our natural thinking and gives us a direct line to the Spirit of God to be able to speak into who we are and even prophesy and enable things that are yet to come to be able to be outworked in our life. I don't know about you, but that's pretty exciting. Come on, even if you're not used to church, you say, what, you can connect to God like that? You mean you can see His power touch your life like that? A hundred percent. And it's not fake and it's not weird. It's actually natural. We were created to do life with the Holy yeah. Spirit. You know, um, I love what it says in Jude uh, chapter 20. It says this, But you, dear friends, you must build up your lives even more strongly upon the foundation of our holy faith. And this is this, learning to pray in the power and strength of the Holy Spirit. When we get into the Holy Spirit, when we experience the Holy Spirit, there is power. There is strength to overcome. There's a strength to rise up. There's a strength to stand strong. There's a strength, as Pastor Scott talked about, come on, to have a courageous life, to live as God is commissioning us to live. But we've got to stoke it. 
Come on, we've got to encourage it. We've got to build it up. We've got to call it out of our lives. You know, as I was preparing this, and I think maybe just as a quick note, you know, Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit. He was full of the Holy Spirit. When He went to the desert to be tempted, you know, that was Spirit-led, but it also was a moment of overcoming. It was a moment where the enemy, come on, was put in His place. You know, that in these moments, we might feel that they're somewhat desert-like. It can be the place that God sets up your destiny. It might be a place where you feel like we're facing temptation and we're facing hardship. It actually can be the place that God's positioning us for a new level of triumph. And I know, I know, trust me, I know it's undesirable. But I want to tell you that God's promises is that it's not unfruitful. But we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Acts 1.8 says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. I'm believing that today for you. I'm believing that. Come on in your family. Husbands, I'm believing that we're going to lead our homes out of a place where we are tapped into, connected to the divine source of the Holy Spirit. Mums, single people, I'm believing in this season that you are going to be tapped into the Holy Spirit. I believe we're going to see healings take place. I'm believing for supernatural healings today by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, the gift that He wants to unlock. Come on, we don't need a move of God one day. We cannot wait. Come on, we need a move of God now. You know, as I was preparing this and as we prepare to go to communion and have a time where I first off, I just want us to be in that place where we have a fresh surrender, where we just freshly just, again, look at the wonder of what Christ did on that cross, that He made a way for us. And in this whole sense of defying gravity and overcoming, come on, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. We overcome by the fact that Jesus died. Come on, He nailed sin to that cross, death to that cross, and He rose again to life. He is the resurrection life. And we overcome by the word of our testimony. And Danny's going to unpack that some more in a few moments' time. But God gave me this scripture and the story of Lazarus. And Lazarus was, a, was a, in the close company of Jesus and Mary and Martha was a relative. And basically he gets sick and he dies. And it's amazing because in John 11, you've got to read it for yourself. I can't unpack it for time. But basically, uh, the very moment Jesus hears this, his words that come out of his mouth is in verse 4, this sickness will not end in death. This will not end in death. No, this is for God's glory. And he goes on and basically he ends up staying away from Lazarus for a few more days. Lazarus dies in the natural. He then goes back. He starts connecting with Martha first. And the first thing he says to Martha is, your brother will rise again. He speaks life. And he then goes on to reveal that he is the resurrection and the life. He goes further and he connects with Mary and he says, take me to the tomb. He sees the sorrow and he sees how much pain they're in due to what's taken place. And it says that Jesus wept. But verse 36 then he says, it says actually the Jews saw how much Jesus loved them. You know, I just want to marvel at this fact real quick. Jesus was 100% human, but he's also 100% divine, which means that in his divinity, he is actually not detached to humanity. You know, you might be going through some really tough stuff. I want you to know real clear right now that your God has not got a hardened exterior towards the hurt you're facing. No, he sees, he knows, he understands. But I want you to encourage you in this. He's always going to speak life. He's always going to inject hope. He's always going to say, let's rise again. Come on, he's always going to say, let's go forward in this. And in fact, in verse 43, he goes to the tomb and in a loud voice, Jesus declares, Lazarus, 
come out, you know. And basically Lazarus uh, gets up and he starts walking out and everyone's like, he's going to stink. Like, you know, he's wrapped in in grave clothes. And Jesus then goes on and says in verse 44, the dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped in strips of linen and the cloth around his face. And Jesus said to him, take off the grave clothes and let him go. Now, I feel like that is a prophetic word for us. Come on, take off the grave clothes. It's time to be freed. And do you know that actually the word and the name Lazarus means God has helped. God has helped. I believe, come on, we are going to awaken a move of God that He's going to have an intervention. He's going to have a breakthrough. Come on, we're going to awake in the helping hand of God that is going to provide a way where there is no way. And let's unwrap the grave clothes. Come on, the world might be telling us right now, come on, this is economic suicide, that your kids are going to be disadvantaged because they haven't been at school for so long. They're going to tell us all these kinds of things. But I'm telling you right now, get the grave clothes off. Come on, that might be some of the predictions of our day, but that is not the prophetic word that comes from our mouth. That is not the promise that we stand on. No, no, no. We need to unwrap that stuff. See, I believe the enemy wants to wrap up your hands to make you to feel helpless. I believe he wants to wrap up your feet in these deceptive things because he wants you to be purposeless. I believe he wants to wrap up your face so you can't see, so you're visionless. But no, today I'm declaring, come forth. Come on, I'm declaring new vision. I'm declaring new purpose. I am declaring that there is going to be something activated in our life. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. See, doesn't John 10.10 say, The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. For I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I'm telling you, God is going to move sovereignly in this moment. He is going to move powerfully in this moment. Let us take a moment where we get to come back to the cross. I know I've been stirring it up and I know I'm passionate, but I actually want us to go into this moment where literally that we take the cup and we take the grape juice and and we just again, just are marvelling at the wonder of what Christ made available, that in His death, there is life. Come on, you may feel defeated, you may feel deflated, you may feel a little bit knocked down. I'm telling you, fresh life is coming your way. And as you take communion, and I'm believing there's going to be a transaction that takes place. You're going to feel the warmth of His presence. And in fact, I'm declaring right now, there's going to be an overflow of hope that's going to come to you. There's going to be an overflow of His grace towards you. There is going to be an overflow of just the love and the presence of God. It's going to meet you. It's going to be a holy moment in your lounge room, in your bedroom. And then what we're going to do as we come out of this moment of worship, I'm going to stand and I'm going to pray with us and I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to believe for literally the power of God to fall over your life, the power of God to touch your life. I'm believing that some people for the very first time are going to be baptised in the Holy Spirit. Some people for the very first time are going to receive the gift of tongues and you're going to get a heavenly language and you're going to feel the infilling and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Are you hungry for it? I know you are. Come on, this is the time. We're not waiting. Now is the time for God to move. You know, and we're so blessed and I'm so encouraged that we've got our epic team who are going to be leading us in worship. And, uh, you know, it's just encouraging to see what God is doing in this season and to see where people are rising up into what God has on their life. Maybe you feel that you just need to stand in the presence of God and honour. But let's have this moment. Take communion as you worship. 
And then we're going to stand and believe for miracles in Jesus' name. Peace like a river wash over me. Immerse me in water as deep as the sea. Jesus, we thank you for the wonder of the cross. 
We thank you for what you made available. We thank you for what you did that when you died and you rose again, you said it was finished once and for all. Father, we thank you that you promised the Holy Spirit. And God, right now, we're believing, Lord, that you will move in power. Lord, that your Holy Spirit will fill every single life, every single heart. Lord, whether they're young, Lord, teenagers, God, every age, every stage of life. Father, I'm believing right now for your anointing to come in a miraculous and divine way. God, I declare that you would literally uh, you know, overflow in the hearts and the life of every single person. God, I declare, Lord, like the fire of God would touch every single life. Lord, that your power would flow. God, right now, I just encourage you. Come on, if you're expecting and you're wanting to receive something from Him, just lift your hands. Come on, if you feel comfortable, I want you to just be positioned, ready. Lord, right now, I just declare in the Name of Jesus, a baptism of the Holy Spirit. God, I pray people be filled to overflowing in the Name of Jesus. Father, I pray that You release spiritual gifts into people's lives. Father, that You would unlock the gift of tongues. God, that people would be able to edify and build up their spirit with their heavenly language. God, I declare, Lord, that Your power would fill and flood and flow over every person. Father, right now, I declare as well, supernatural healing to take place in people's lives. Come on, if you've got sickness in your body, I want you to place a hand on it. If you can put your hand on it, if it's internal, put your hand on your stomach. Maybe it's migraines. Maybe it's heart issues. Maybe it's, uh, you know, depressive thoughts. Maybe it's just the weight of things trying to pull you down. Father, right now, we just take authority over those things and we command a spirit of life. Father, we command a spirit of breakthrough. We command a spirit of healing. Sickness and infirmity, get off people's life. Get off now in Jesus' Name. And we command fresh life, fresh hope. Father, right now, Lord, where people have been bound up, I call, rise up in Jesus' mighty Name. God, I declare, Lord, that feet be unbound, hands be unbound, eyes be loosed open. God, that there be fresh vision, fresh purpose, that there would be an activation of the things of God like never before. Holy Spirit, we welcome You. Come on, if you speak in a language of the Holy Spirit, I encourage you right where you are. Come on, let it start to flow out of your heart. Let it start to flow out of your spirit. Come on, He wants to only increase what He's doing right now. He wants to increase His presence in your life. He wants to increase His anointing in your life. Come on, right now, let His presence come. Come on, maybe it's about speaking in tongues for the first time. Just let your mouth go, turn your head off, let your spirit go. Let God flow out of who you are. Come on, I know that this might seem different to a regular Sunday, but our God is a personal God and He wants to bring breakthrough into our lives. Come on, what we're gonna do? While we just continually seek after Him. Come on, you could be singing your own song, let it go, let it flow today but we're gonna to start to declare the rest of this song that talks about pouring out of the Holy Spirit, it talks about revival. Come on, let's believe for revival over our city. Let's believe for revival over our homes. Let's believe for revival in our neighbourhoods. Let's believe for revival in every area of our life. Come on, why don't we worship together? Come on, let's go after God. There's more of Him for you today. In Jesus' name, heaven, Jesus' name. Start every heart with mercy and pour out your presence and habit our praise as we cry holy, holy and open the heavens, fling wide the gates, flood every heart with mercy and pour out your presence and habit our praise as we cry holy, holy 
of your spirit, heaven break out. Come now in power and cover this land like you've done it before. Would you do it again? Lord, send a revival. Lord, send it now. A move of your spirit. Father, we do believe for revival. Lord, that You would pour out revival over our land. Lord, that You pour out revival over Melbourne. Yeah. God, that You pour out revival over our cities, over our nation. Holy Spirit, we're believing for an increased move of the things of God. We thank You for Your anointing. God, we thank You for Your power. There truly is nothing like it. And Father, I just pray, God, that what You've started and what You've stirred up, God, that it would be something that would flow in new ways in every area and every moment in the Name of Jesus. Can you say Amen? Amen, Amen. amen. You know what? I really am believing that we will come through this season with an increased authority, come on, an increased activation of the things of God, of the supernatural in God. And so, well, I'm going to grab a seat and I'm going to pass over to Danny, who I know has just got something of God that he wants to deposit. Awesome. Well, man, I just love this reality and love the just the faith that I feel like God's bringing to every one of us right now. And just wanted to add to that and um, feel a great word that God's put on my heart. I'd love to share and encourage you with today. But I love this scripture in 1 John 5 verse 4, which says that everyone that is born of God overcomes the world. Totally. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. It's our faith. Yeah. And you know, right now it's so easy to see the world in all its troubles and let it be like a gravity to our lives. And we can go through things right now like disappointment, we can be experiencing our pain, loss, um, suffering, and even some of our own mistakes can feel like a heavy weight mm. that's upon our lives. And even during this moment, being in lockdown, not being able to do the things we love or see the people we love, but it can be a time where we feel that weight um, and we can feel overcome. But I really believe that today God wants to bring a fresh sense of faith in our hearts, a fresh revelation 
that you were born of God and you have been given victory through your faith to overcome and defy gravity. You see, it's faith that enables us to overcome. It's faith that brings a new perspective, faith that disables fear and brings peace, faith that attracts the miraculous, faith that carries salvation, faith that brings dead things to life. Come on, it's faith that moves mountains, faith that sees the sick healed, that brings deliverance, that brings freedom. And ultimately, it's faith that brings victory for us to overcome any and every obstacle the world or the enemy may throw our way. You know, when we leave into God's presence and have an exchange, the weight of this world is lifted off our lives and in faith we can defy gravity and live beyond our circumstance. But today, I wanted to focus even more around this scripture in Revelation 12 verse 11. And Pastor Craig touched on it before, but the word says that they overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. And I just love this reality because here we see how the church overcomes. And if you know anything about Revelation, it's a vision that God gives John, the apostle. And this vision that God gives him is basically this picture of the church, the world and the enemy and how it all unpacks. And some of it's hard to understand, but through it all, we can see where the church overcomes and that in the end, that God is with us and the battle will be won. And so out of this, I just want to focus on three points that we can take in overcoming in our own lives. And the first point I want to take is that we can overcome through Jesus. You know, Jesus is not a concept. Uh, He's not a religious practice. He's not a faraway God up in the clouds, but he's a very real and very present God who is personal and close. And this scripture says that we can overcome through his blood. You know, it's his sacrifice on the cross that's given us a brand new life. And in that life, we can have an abundant life. We can have a new life. And, you know, that message, it doesn't change. It doesn't get old. It doesn't, you know, it's 2,000 years old. But that same message is the message that changes our hearts and changes our lives today. So I just wanted to encourage us with that. Let's continue to be in that place where we're setting aside time with Jesus because it's our relationship with him that changes everything. A second point I want to look at is that we overcome through the word of our testimony It's by speaking out our testimony that we overcome. To give you a testimony, um, if you look it up on Google, is to give a formal letter written or spoken, like a formal statement, sorry. And the Christian testimony is this, is that I am saved, is that I am born again, is that I am loved, I'm redeemed, I'm a child of God. Right now you might be sitting there going, Danny, I don't feel like I have a testimony. I don't have like some bad past like some people do and they got this mad uh, like rap sheet almost as a testimony. But you don't need to have a big bad past to have a testimony. All you need to know is that you are God's child, that you're filled with his power, that you're filled with his authority, that you've been called and you've been chosen for a purpose. And I love this reality because it's our testimony that is this declaration of what God has done, is doing and will continue to do in our lives. And uh, the third part of this scripture that's probably my favourite part is this, is that we can overcome through being eternity focused. You know, this, the whole reality of the church overcoming the world is that the church doesn't even love their own lives, even in death. Mm-hmm. That we're willing to lay down our own wants, our own desires, our own ways, and even to the point of sacrifice for God and for others. It's, that, it's not about me. 
It's not about what I need right now. It's not about my selfish desires. It's about what can I do for others? What can I do to see the kingdom expand? You know, right now in this time of lockdown, there's still a kingdom that's expanding right now. God's still on the move and he's inviting us to be a part of it. So when we experience the power of Jesus in our lives, we defy gravity. We get to realise that, hey, I've got this message that's lifted me up. I've got this message that's taken me out of the dump, that's taken me out of a place where I was weighed down, where I couldn't see a way forward. I've got to get this message out. We just can't keep it to ourselves. You know, recently God's just been stirring me with this reality of being focused on building what's eternal. If anything, this last season has taught me, and I guess all of us, is how fleeting life is and what really is important. Like those are the questions that I'm constantly asking myself and I look back and I go, man, I could be so busy with things that actually didn't matter. But God's awakening me. He's awakening me to live beyond myself. These last few weeks I've been just looking for any opportunity I can to share my faith and right now I've got uh, the opportunity and I guess I'm lucky enough to be working um, because the construction industry is still going but just a few weeks ago I just went down to go pick up some tools and I was talking to the store manager and we are having a good chat, a good yarn, we are giving it to each other a bit, having heaps of fun and Anyway, we rocked up to buy some tools and he helped me carry them to the car and I just felt God say, just linger a little longer. So I started to chat to him around this whole pandemic and, you know, what? I just thought, you know what, what are you, how are you doing, man? Like, asked him that question and he said it was a tough time and he was going through some rough stuff and in that moment, I just felt God say, just share what I've done in your life. And so I just started to share how God met me as an 18-year-old when I was broken and messed up and... Wow. I just started to share actually how, you know, I didn't have a perfect father growing up and God started to reveal to me how he was a father and how he wanted to love me and that I was his child. And he goes, bro, it's so crazy that you say that because I actually haven't spoken to my dad for so many years. Um, I, can't, I don't even know how long it's been now, but he messaged me this morning. Um, I don't even want to message him back. Like I'm actually you know, really angry with him and it's crazy you're talking about God as a father and... I just got to encourage him at that point that, you know what, your dad may have let you down in all these different areas in your life, but God wants to be the person that shows you that perfect love. You know, sometimes we struggle with God as a father in our own hearts because of the experience we've had, but, you know, dude, God just wants to be there for you. If you'd open your heart to him, he'd be able to change everything. And at that moment, he goes, oh, this, maybe this is just luck that you're just sharing about this. And I go, no, man, it's not luck. It's, a, it's not just a coincidence. God has a purpose for you. Brilliant. And he goes, man, you don't know how many people have told me that. He goes, growing up, um, he's from Queensland, growing up, so many people have told me about how God has changed their life. And I've always been interested uh, in that reality. And I said, man, honestly, just go home. Get into a quiet space and say, God, if you're real, I want a brand new start in you. And it was in that moment you could just see something shifting on the inside of him. And, you know, I just believe that, you know, right now we're, we're in this moment in history where God's calling his church to bring the kingdom to others. Yeah. We're called to touch people, to live beyond ourselves. And we're not just called to overcome for us, but we're called to overcome for others. You know, I thought I was just going to buy tools but really there was assignment that God had for me. You know, when I rock up to the construction site, I'm now shifting my view. I'm not just here to build the building, but I'm here to build someone's life. Right. You know, you might just be on social media at the moment in lockdown. See it as an opportunity to encourage someone and be there for someone. But today I just wanted to encourage us from that point. Let's be called to overcome in Jesus. 
Let's not just overcome by looking at what Jesus has done, but by speaking it out and declaring it as our testimony. And let's start to share that overcoming power with others. Let's be eternity focused. And I don't know about yourself, but um, maybe for you, you're watching today and you've been in this place where you're just tuning in and you're, you're starting to hear about this Jesus guy and he might, might sound like a faraway concept, but everything we've been speaking about today is just speaking directly to your heart. And maybe you're asking yourself that question in your own heart, could this be for me? Could this relationship with God work for me? And I just wanted to say right now that God loves you so much. Yeah, God has a plan for you. Yeah. God has actually had a plan for you before you were even born. And you're not just watching this by coincidence or chance. It's because He loves you. And right now, God just wants to knock on the door of your heart and ask you, would you let me in? Would you want to have a relationship with me? Because God's so willing to be there for you. And we talk about this Jesus guy. He, if you don't know about Jesus, he came 2,000 years ago to live a life that we couldn't live. You know, God didn't, he's not this angry God that's in the sky making, wanting to make you get everything right, but he's a God that came and cancelled out all your mistakes by taking your place. By taking your place in death and taking your place in all the punishment that we deserve, God wants to do an exchange where He takes your sin and your brokenness and gives you a brand new life. And maybe for you, 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 you've been around church before and you know Jesus, but you've just been far off. Again, we want to put this opportunity out to you that maybe today it's time to come home. Maybe today it's time to say a prayer and say, God, I want to give you my life again. I want you to come in. I want you to change everything for me. I'm ready to stop doing it my way and I want to do it your way. So right where you're sitting, in your home, in your lounge room, maybe you're in your bedroom, why don't you just close your eyes with me and if that's you and God's speaking to you right now, why don't you just repeat this prayer after me? We're just gonna, it's just a prayer of invitation to invite Jesus into your life. So just repeat after me. Father God, Today, I make a decision to come home. I ask you to forgive me of all my sin, all my brokenness and all my mistakes. And I decide today to do life with you. Give me a brand new start, God. Talk to me tomorrow and lead me as I go forward throughout this week. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen. 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 Amazing, mate, and uh, yeah, powerful, powerful word and such incredible truths as well. But we just want to first and foremost uh, just acknowledge the amazing decision uh, that uh, you have made and get in your life right with God. Just incredible. There's nothing like it. No way. And, um, and what's the best thing from here, mate? Like what's the best step forward for somebody? So they've prayed that prayer. They, I know right now because I experienced it as well as an 18-year-old, uh, just the peace that touches you. Straight away, you know something's changed yeah. on the inside out. 100%. But what can we do for people? I'd say, man, just first things first, you've got to get connected to people. Right. Um, this whole journey and relationship with God, you've got to do with others. And second thing is just start talking to God every day. Yeah. He's a friend. Yeah. Um, as I said, He's a father. He wants the best for you. And then I'd say just grab a Bible. It's amazing, mate. And that's the truth of it. It's, it is. It's about doing life with others. This journey is not an isolated one. And so what we want to do and as a church, and, and people do this every single week. And isn't it amazing? Every week people are discovering the love of Jesus is that they're actually jumping into the chat and you'll see a raise hand button there, which is about responding and praying that prayer. Basically saying, I just then received Christ in my heart. Clicking that button 
Or if you can't get to the chat, then the URL below me, go into lifeau.org, go into there and uh, respond there and you can basically enable us to send you a Bible this week, all right? So we'd love to get this to you. Uh, it's really important that you start getting God's Word. This isn't suggestion. Uh, this is God's love letter to you. This is His plan for you, all right? There's promises for your life. And we would love to send this to you this week. And also you can see there the opportunities to connect. Like Danny said, discover some people that can help you on this journey. We've got some great courses and a course called Alpha, which is an amazing way to unpack a lot of what you heard today. Even if this whole area of the Holy Spirit and discovering who He is in your life, Alpha is an amazing course that you can go on to discover more and that you can, again, keep growing in this area. Come on, because we're called to defy gravity. We're called to overcome. But mate, it's so good having you on today. Thanks for having me. You nailed it. Honestly, it was so great. Trust you've been really encouraged and really stirred in the things of God. Come on, there's a breakthrough moment. If you've been healed, we'd love to hear about it. If you've sensed the Holy Spirit, tell others about it. And let's keep growing it and expanding what God is doing. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifeau.org.